Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknotes Morning 5 here on Friday, December 14th, 2018. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, um, let's start with Draymond Jones. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, a couple days ago on Wednesday, um, he announced he's turning pro. Um, we all knew he was going to turn pro, but he announced he's also going to play in the Rose Bowl. And I don't know if this was a shot at Nick Bosa. I, I doubt it was because they, they're actually pretty close. But he said, "I, you know, not playing in the game, I feel like I quit on my brothers, end quote. Um, just what do you make of that quote, and, and what do you make of uh, Draymond's decision and his decision to play in the Rose Bowl? I applaud him for it. Um... He, like he said, a lot of people uh, was advising him not to play in it, and the guy loves his teammates, the university. He loves putting on that Buckeye uniform, so he wants to, to play in the Rose Bowl. I know he said previously he had never been to California. Um, playing in the Rose Bowl is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, so I, I don't blame him one bit um, for wanting to suit up one more time. And today's you know, college football you have guys that are sitting out left and right. It's up to 13 different players across the country who are draft-eligible prospects who are sitting out the bowl game, and Draymond Jones is going to be at, at max a second-day, uh, second-round pick, so he could go in the first round. And for him to, to put it on the line one more time, I have nothing but respect for him. And Greg Schiano, there's a lot of debate. Some people are just assuming he's going to lose his job, you know, after uh, signing day, after the Rose Bowl, really. Um, and, you know, just your thoughts on that. Do you think Greg Schiano will lose his job? And if so, if they promote Alex Grinch, who do you think they'll bring in to replace Greg Schiano? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I know Greg Schiano's name popped up for the Temple job, and they, had, they end up hiring Manny Diaz for that uh, head coaching role. I think there will be some shakeup. With the defensive staff, I think the plan all along was to bring in Alex Grinch for him to take over the defense. I think the the school and the program thought that Greg Schiano was out of there last year with the Tennessee job until that uh, debacle, he ended up coming back. So I do believe he's going to be out of there and looking for uh, different opportunities. Now, and as far as who's going to be coming in for him, that's hard to say. Um, I know Ohio State fans, including myself, would love to see Marcus Freeman uh, get a shot to at least come in and coach those linebackers and have a title of co-defensive coordinator. He could be making double the amount of salary what he would make at Cincinnati if he came to Ohio State as a co-coordinator. I think that would be an absolute home run hire. Uh, but overall, they just need to find somebody who's going to elevate the linebackers. Um, because I don't think Billy Davis is going to be retained either. So having a guy that's going to be able to come in and get that unit playing consistent football and playing at a high level, a high level is going to be imperative uh, for Coach Day. And I, I'm curious to see what Alex Grinch is going to do. I know some um, fans are skeptical about him, especially when it comes to his decision making uh, by playing uh, Jocelyn Wynn and Isaiah Pryor over. Um, over the kid started the last couple of weeks, and I think uh, that's going to be something to keep an eye on. But I'm willing to give Grinch his at-bat uh, to see what he can do because I think if you can uh, get Washington State's defense playing at a high level, you can absolutely get the Ohio State Buckeyes defense playing at a high level with the talent that's on the roster. 
Yeah, it took him uh, a long time to figure out that Brendan White was their best option at strong safety, and he's not perfect. We saw him miss some tackles too, but he's definitely their best option, and Brendan White's just going to get better. Hopefully Jordan Fuller comes back. That could go either way. He says he'll make his decision. He says he hasn't really thought about it much. He did put his paperwork in just to see where he's at. If I had to guess, I think Jordan Fuller is leaning toward coming back unless he gets a, an excellent grade. I don't think he's going to get uh, some fantastic first-round grade, maybe not even second round. So I think Jordan Fuller will come back, but I'm not sure about that. If you had to guess on Jordan Fuller, which way do you think he's leaning? I think he should come back. I think he had a drop-off in play this year compared to years past. Now, a lot of it uh, may not necessarily be his fault because what Greg Schiano was doing with the defense really um, put the safeties in bad positions. When he was walking those linebackers up to the line of scrimmage, as soon as uh, a running back got to the second level, you were basically asking your safeties to make an open field tackle from side, from hash mark to hash mark, which is Pretty tough uh, ass there, and I think Jordan Fuller playing alongside Joshua Witt and Isaiah Pryor really hurt his play. Now, some NFL evaluators could look at those uh, situations he was placed in and say, hey, uh, we think you could be a better pro prospect, but I think he should come back. I think he uh, will come back. Um, I'm not sure he's going to get a high enough uh, great from the scouts to warn him jumping early unless he absolutely has his mindset on playing in the NFL, regardless of what the paperwork comes back at. We'll talk some recruiting. The early signing period is just five days away, um, sneaking up on us. Wednesday, December 19th. It actually runs the 19th through the 21st, but you're probably going to sign on the 19th or you're going to wait till you know the traditional signing day in February, I would think. Um, so the 19th is going to be a big day. This is going to be a big a weekend for Ohio State. Huge for Ryan Day. I feel like if he can, you know, prove his worth on the recruiting trail um, to finish out this class, I think that bodes really well for Ohio State's future. Um, I'm going to ask you about a few kids here. Let's start with Zach Harrison right at the top. What's what's kind of your gut feeling or things you've read, things you've heard? Just what do you think Zach Harrison's going to end up? He's going to announce, obviously, on signing day on the 19th. I think it's going to be um, Ohio State in the end. I know uh, the crystal balls flip towards Michigan. A lot of people – uh, believe he's headed to Michigan. Um, I know Mark Givler over in Rivals, he was calling uh, Harrison to Ohio State recently, as well as our own Bill Green here uh, on the Bugnuts Boys calling uh, him to Ohio State. So I think it's going to be um, a situation where Ohio State has put themselves in position to close and uh, kind of get that thing trending back towards their direction. One thing to look at is they really haven't went after a lot of uh, defensive-end prospects, edge rushers, in the mode of uh, this kid. So I think that bodes well for the Buckeyes because that, to me, tells that they feel pretty good where they're at. Uh, so that that's a situation to monitor. If Ohio State can snag him back from Michigan, that's going to be a huge recruiting day boom for Ryan Day. And three guys in particular that are Ohio State verbal commitments, but I'm keeping a close eye on. I know a lot of Ohio State fans are keeping a close eye on. I'm sure Mark Pantone's more than keeping a close eye on. Jordan Battle, Harry Miller, Doug Nestor. Sounds like all of them, they're still committed, but they're still kind of looking around. They're not sure. Um, let's start with Jordan Battle. Do you think he'll end up being a Buckeye? I think that one's going to go in, the, in a different direction. I think a lot of uh, that was contingent on Urban Meyer being the head coach. So I think uh, by signing day, um, if he signs, if he decides to sign, I think it's going to be with someone else. If not, he could wait to later in the process. But 
they have their work cut out for him, um, trying to get him to sign come signing day. And Harry Miller, what about him? Do you think he'll stick with his commitment and be a Buckeye, or do you think he'll go elsewhere? I think he sticks um, from all indications from uh, his social media posts and his mom's social media posts. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be a Buckeye come signing day, which is huge because he's an absolute beast. No doubt about it. And then Doug Nestor. The good news is Doug Nestor and Kate Stover are pretty close. Kate Stover sounds like he's solid. He hasn't said for sure, but I can't imagine Kate Stover is going to go elsewhere. Mr. Ohio, you know, farm boy, I think he's going to stick with the Buckeyes. Doug Nestor, he's looking around, though. What, what's your gut feeling on Doug Nestor? you think he'll be a Buckeye? I think Doug will end up being a Buckeye. I know recently uh, he had dinner, uh, his family, with Urban Meyer and Ryan Day uh, up there, and I believe in the end um, he's going to he's going to sign with the Buckeyes, but that's the one I wouldn't I wouldn't feel uh, as confident as Harry Miller, but just a gut feeling I think he will stay in the class. Great stuff as always from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, J Book. You can catch him on Twitter at jbook37. You can catch his column on Bucknuts at his outside Columbus. Thank you very much to Jonah Booker, and thank you very much to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Mm-hmm.